0: Today's episode of the Chaser Report brought to you by Small Talk.
1: Are you you're going to level five? Okay, oh, uh, yeah. um,
0: four.
1: Oh, you, right. What are you? What are you, are you? Are you an accountant as well?
0: Uh no. Uh,
1: That's a, yeah. a big building.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> and yet we're here in this elevator together. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. It is not moving.
3: Driving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report.
2: Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Wednesday the 24th of November. Charles is still gallivanting around the country with his War on 2021 tour. So we have Alexa Vulovic, Gabby Bolt and me still, Dom Knight. Hey! Now... I want to talk about something that happened on Friday, but which is still bubbling away. It's mm-hmm. a massive story. It was oh, yeah? breaking oh. news across the country. But having heard the sponsors that the two of you recorded last week about oh, cricket, yeah, I oh, now no. think that you are the two worst possible people <laughs> to talk about.
0: I would love to be able to say that oh, that yeah. was acting and we wrote that intentionally, that we didn't know anything about cricket. But, but you surely have heard
2: the
1: story about Tim Payne. I have no idea who sounds that sounds I is. Sounds like a bad man. <laughs> Seriously. Do you know you do I, th- you? I thought I played a video game when I was a kid called not Tim Payne. <laughs> you know, Max Payne. Oh, Max Payne. Yeah. Yeah, right. oh, so right. not
2: joking, do you know who Tim Payne is? Nah, not no, not at all. You honestly don't? This we, is honestly, go
0: well. we honestly have no idea who Tim Payne is. The last Australian cricketer I remember is Steve Waugh and that was 2006. So, Right. Well, What was Steve Waugh's Steve. job? He played, boy, did he play cricket. He was the captain
2: <laughs> of the Australian cricket team, the uh, men's cricket team. Yeah. Did that man throw that away? That role,
0: that role is now held by
2: Tim Payne. At least it was until Friday, right? Oh. Do you remember the thing with the sandpaper? Were you aware of that? Uh, yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Okay, so yeah. You know, he built a ball or something in his pocket. Oh, so oh. there
2: was th- so the captain before Tim Payne
1: was called Steve Smith.
0: Okay.
2: Yep. He was involved, implicated in this whole thing yep. of them sandpapering Damn. the ball.
1: I believe it was called ball tampering.
2: Ball tampering, yes, good ah, stuff, Alex. Yeah. See, at least
0: somebody here knows their stuff.
2: Anyway, so in order to get us through that period they of, of controversy and some of the, several of the best players being getting suspended, they chose a guy called Tim Payne. Mm-hmm. He was going to be the new captain. He was going to mm. be the man with ethics okay. and integrity. Right who was going to just get us through it and it was all going to be fine. And and you know what? Tim Payne did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. He rebuilt the side back together. Okay. They started winning and it was all amazing. And so Australian cricket owes or owed a huge debt to mm. Tim Payne for steering us through those very tough years. Good right. for him.
0: Except that oh. Oh, it
2: turns out Tim Payne, the year before this, right. in 2017, was involved in a sexting scandal with a co-worker at Cricket Tasmania.
0: All right, there's one what? thing I do know about cricket, and it's that Shane Warne had a similar issue. Am I correct? Something about sexting? Yes, endlessly,
2: endlessly sexting. It seems sexting. that they just what?
0: take their phones away. I mean, mm. the
2: one thing that can be said for Warne is that back in the day you couldn't send dick pics. <laughs> oh, yeah, not, you had
0: to draw not them Not enough bandwidth. Yeah, yeah, I think so. he eventually
2: managed to figure out how to do it. But
0: Yeah, in so snake.
2: This is the whole thing. So they had a huge investigation after this whole thing with Tim Payne, the following year in 2018, and they covered the whole thing up. They didn't go public at all. Right. And he got to be captain for three years. And then eventually on last Friday he resigned and just it was all going to come out in the media and so he quit.
0: Just hold on a second because to clarify this, there's nothing really inherently wrong with sexting. Are we talking sexting here or are we talking like unsolicited sexting? Mm. Well, this is the weird
2: thing. We don't really know because part of the um, exchange – they actually said, and I quoted in the telly on the weekend. It was something like, "We're going to be in he- we're going to be in such trouble if this gets out." Yep,
0: yeah, we are. Sounds like unsolicited mm.
2: sex. All I know was it was enough for the cricket captain to resign ahead of the all important series against England, which is called
0: the, the mm. s-
2: London Derby.
0: Oh, that's good. <laughs> this I just, is, Wimbledon.
2: This is really hard work. I wish. I actually wish Charles was here because he. Knows about cricket.
0: I just think we should stop men.
2: Men, in general.
0: It's the only way it's going to get the job done. We clearly can't trust people to just ask before they send a picture of their penis.
2: I mean, I think, let's find a middle ground here. Third strike and you cut off your balls. (laughs) (laughs) On today's show, just to lift the mood, uh, we're going to look at the Kyle Rittenhouse affair. Alex, you've been preparing a bit of a chat on that.
1: Oh, yeah. Happy times
2: all around. Mm-hmm. And, Gabby, look, I, I don't want to raise awkward topics, but... Um, oh,
0: well, after the whole penis discussion, I think we're in the clear here for awkward topics. Yeah, it, what's up?
2: You were looking to be the face of Bathurst in Central West tourism.
0: Not sure you could say I was looking to be that. Bathurst
2: was looking to have you yeah. as its face. Yeah. Turns out there's other towns in the Central West that want a piece of the Chaser action.
0: I am all ears.
2: It's all coming up right after we check in with Beck in the Chaser newsroom.
3: As conspiracy theorists grow around the world, a local theorist longs for a much more sane era, back when conspiracy theories were about the simple things, like Obama putting chemicals in the water to turn frogs gay. Apple has announced a revolutionary new product, the iFixit Myself, which allows users to finally fix their phones themselves rather than being forced to take out a mortgage on repairs. The new product comes in two models, the iFixit Myself Pro and the iFixit Myself Plus, which are identical aside from the $200 price difference. Finally, Grace Tame has broken down barriers as she officially becomes the first Australian of the year that people can actually remember. Previous Australians of the year, such as, um... Uh, the previous Australians of the year have congratulated Tame on this momentous achievement. That's the latest headlines from The Chaser Report. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Oh, I remember Ash Barty. She was the one. I love her. She's great. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with shopify get a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com work shopify.com work today's episode of the chaser report brought to you by small talk
0: oh you got a big weekend plans
1: Oh, (laughs) no, not really, just...
0: Oh, sorry, just a lot of packets of burger rings.
1: Oh, I thought it was just, like, normal, it's not a lot.
0: Uh, no, I suppose not.
1: I I brought my Woolworths Rewards card.
0: Oh, before I even had to ask. Yeah. That's...
1: I shop here a lot. Fucking
2: weird. As the podcast evolves, different members of the team develop specialties, and Alex's one has been incredibly depressing news stories analysed mm. in detail. Just near the end, we just kind of go, fuck. Mm. That's just
1: the traditional outro, outro now to yeah. Alex a bit.
2: What have you got to lift the mood today, hey, this one
1: No, this one's happy. This oh, is yeah? A, this is a story of freedom, guys. Okay. This is about someone. I don't
0: believe you at all.
1: No, it's so this weekend, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh-huh. he became a free man. Oh, Alexa. Gosh. Okay, for those who weren't following the story, what did you do again? Uh, he's a kid, seventeen years old. Last year, took a semi-automatic gun across state lines, saw Black Lives Matter protest, and then he shot, killed two people, shot a third, and yeah, that's Why? that's about it. So <laughs> he's got he's got a <laughs> rationale. So he travelled all this way um, to protect a car dealership from being vandalised.
2: What was with the car dealership that it needed someone an underage? Idiot to travel (laughs) across Taiwan to defend it. What? What was the logic?
1: I think it's just Americans love private property, and you gotta shoot some protesters and car. Oh, actually, cars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Private property and cars specifically, right? But it's yeah, it's a weird like cuck move. I feel like if I if I went to a protest and killed murdered a bunch of people, (laughs) which you know is a very
0: rational and normal thing to want to do, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's more rational than bloody protecting some random car dealership. I would have been like, I went there because I want to be a tough guy and kill people. But like admitting that you're there to protect some person you don't know is car dealership it's yeah. just fucked. it's just
0: kind of like how did that provide a strong enough legal defense to get off completely not guilty
1: no it's it's, it's absolutely wild but um the trial was very bizarre and that's how he got off um oh i mean on on the ground to be fair it is a murky situation in the sense that a kid brings a rifle to a protest and then claims self-defense if anyone intimidates him. But the protesters see a kid with a rifle in a country that's, you know, famous for mass shootings, <laughs> and they're like, "We got to rush to disarm this, like, psychopath kid." Yeah. And um, and so obviously, you know, violence is going to ensue, and then the court has to decide. Is
2: that what <laughs> happened? So the. The people he shot were trying to take his gun away from him yeah. because they worried they were worried he was
1: going to shoot people. Well, yeah,
0: t- you know they were very irrationally worried he was going to use the gun that he used. <laughs> that
1: seems ironic. And he, he he shot a guy who was chasing him, being like, "Hey, you shot that guy! <laughs> Look, the the court put that all to rest. That's all hearsay, um, because we had witnesses." And almost all the witnesses in the written house shootings were journalists who worked for far right websites. No, they um, weren't. The, the big one. This dude called Drew Hernandez. Um, so he delivered edited footage of one of the shootings of the first victim, and you know was trying to characterise the protesters as like a mob of rioters.
0: Oh my god!
1: And then when the prosecution started cross examining him, um, he kind of admitted, "Oh, it's not the raw footage. It's it's edited." And they're like, you know, why would you edit it? Like what do you what's your day job? What do you do? And he's like, "Oh, I'm a influencer and commentator for a website called The Real Voice of America." Fuck. <laughs> Real America's Voice. Sorry, it's like this far-right website. And he's trying to the prosecution's trying to establish this guy's, you know, <laughs> maybe got a bit of conflict of interest. Mm, the judge interrupts him, and he's like, "This is not a political trial, so let's not bring politics into this." And that line of questioning ended, which is very- So they
2: couldn't in- bring up any ulterior motive of exonerating the defendant.
1: Yes, yes, of exactly. Me. Right, okay. Yeah, and so it's, it's, it's super bizarre as well. So just just for an understanding of who this key witness is, um, here's a clip of him being an impartial citizen just on the stage at a Trump rally, definitely not inciting violence.
2: Because we will not go down without a fight. We will not go down without
0: bloodshed. Are
2: Put him in a courtroom to exonerate someone who shoots someone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, He's just like screaming for bloodshed, but apparently not a political trial, not relevant. Forget about it. (laughs) Oh. Um, But it goes even crazy it's not just the witnesses. It's the judge himself. So (laughs) at one point during the trial, the judge's phone goes off. He forgot to put it on silent and here's what happens. As you do when you're a judge. And if the court makes a finding that uh, the actions that I had talked about... We're done in bad faith. So I don't know if you guys recognize it. The the song he has as his ringtone is a song called God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. And it's a famous song for, for another reason. It's one of Trump's main campaign songs. And here's a clip of Lee Greenwood playing it live at Trump's inauguration. And
0: I'm proud to be an American. American. Who's the man?
1: (laughs) Probably the two dead people in Kenosha.
2: I I remember from um, the Trump inauguration, he tried to get all these huge acts and they all said no. And so he got like Toby Keith, who's also just an idiot, like far right country star. Mm. And bizarrely, Three doors down, the band behind <laughs> Kryptonite. Remember. Jesus, um,
0: what Kryptonite? Yeah, at an inauguration. Oh, no, the
2: only band that would said yes, like the only famous band Amazing. that wasn't just some weird. You guitar- still
0: call me Superman? Those
1: guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They were like, Jesus. it's a gig. We're being offered a
2: gig. Will you still we'll do call me
1: Uberman? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> Point being, yes, a person who has that as a as their ringtone is clearly a pro Trump. Yeah. Like, a, and in America, you have Trump judges and Democrat judges, and every judge is massively compromised by whoever nominated them, right?
1: Yeah, but apparently that's according to them that's fine. You know, Democracy it's built into the system. I mean, to be fair, it wasn't just the the right wingers who were who were getting the laughs in court. So Fox News had a bit of a field day um, when the prosecutor did something which is apparently quite silly. He took Carl um, Rittenhouse's gun and did a demonstration in the court to be like, "Here's his positioning. This is why he was like initiating it." And it blew up on Fox News because the prosecutor had his finger on the trigger. And that's like a big no-no for gun safety. And everyone in America is like, he became like the perfect stand-in for a hypocritical woke guy. He's like, you want to take away my guns, but you don't even know how to use them safely. Without Mm. the irony that this is a case about a guy who used that gun to murder people at a protest. Yeah.
2: I mean, look, very good point. He shouldn't have had his finger on the trigger. I mean, that's an extremely bad idea. So, um, yeah, very bad call. But yeah, not exactly the same as fucking shooting people, but no reason <laughs> with that yeah. same gun, which
0: I'd argue is also pretty unsafe. Yeah, um, an unsafe way of using it as well. So he uh, was really just emulating the real deal. No,
2: no, no, no. Putting your finger on the trigger is wrong, but getting people on self-defense is absolutely fine. It's a okay. constitutional, right? Yeah, fair exactly. Oh, well, that's.
1: I mean, that's the insane bit because, like, the trial can be as as weird as you want. There can be all these like strange facts, but at the end of the day everything's legal. Like it's a much bigger problem in America that it's just the laws themselves (laughs) that are fucked. You rock up anywhere holding a semi-automatic and that's fine. And then you got stand your ground, which means you're allowed to use lethal force. If someone scares you and like just the combination of these things just mean that people are just going to keep doing this insane violence because it's allowed. Yeah. You can
2: just shoot people with no recriminations as happened here.
1: Yeah, but what's, what's what's even crazier, it's not just that you won't get punished. This case sets a different precedent because now Kyle Rittenhouse is a bit of a celebrity and like just after his like not guilty verdict, you've got all these Republicans competing to show how much they love him and they're even offering him jobs now. So you've got um, Representative Matt Gates of Florida um, offering Kyle an internship um, on live TV. You
0: know what? Kyle Rittenhouse would probably make a pretty good congressional intern. We may reach out to him and uh, see if he'd be interested in helping the country uh, in in additional ways.
1: In additional ways to murdering two people. Wow. Yeah, with
0: all the good work he's been doing so far. What the fuck? They're unfixable, aren't they?
1: Oh, it's just, yeah, it's wild. I think I'm just happy we're here watching. You
2: sadistic, <laughs> sadistic man. Yeah, I mean, it is one of those things where you think, holy shit, America really is very, very different. And if you live there, the cha- I mean, there's a non-trivial chance of you just getting randomly shot in a way mm. that doesn't, isn't the case here. Yet. I mean, that's not a comedy point. but <laughs> Again, that's not what you bring to the table, either. No, no. Is that
0: 40-year-old whiskey still under the studio desk or do you want me to pop out and get some?
2: Let's do what Kyle would do and take a shot.
1: All right.
3: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince. go to quince.com/ pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.
0: Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Smalltalk.
1: So yeah, uh, guess what? What? Uh, I'm officially growing cherry tomatoes
0: Oh. How do you make that official?
1: Just, I mean, I put it in the ground last week. Right. In my... But did somebody
0: uh, come and give you like a certificate or something?
2: <laughs> no,
1: don't, don't be silly. No, I'm just it's on my balcony. Okay. Just before we go...
2: On yesterday's podcast, Gabby (laughs) announced that she's potentially becoming a local hero of Bathurst, the face of Bathurst, Mm -hmm. Miss Bathurst 2021, whatever the title is that you have. It's not
0: Miss Bathurst. It's just I will be one of many... Local heroes. Queen Bathurst.
1: of Bathurst. Who, who do you share the mantle with?
0: I, I don't know yet. They haven't announced <laughs> it yet. You're the first. But <laughs> you know what's crazy? I do, I had to send Daniel, who runs the tourism industry in Bathurst, an email to give him a heads up that we actually talked about it yesterday. And he wrote back, this is wonderful. I'm really delighted we get a mention on the podcast. A chaser road trip would be super fun. I would have to dig out my favourite ever chaser front page in brackets, which I think I still have at home somewhere. This guy's a oh, massive fan. Oh. Yeah. Has he so,
2: listened to the interview yet? Because uh, He
0: actually adds no. He hasn't listened oh to the interview. Dear, yet. Yeah. But I think we've I will ruined say, your chances. I, I think I'm building rapport here. I think we can actually take the podcast to Bathurst. I know you don't want to do it, but I think we can do it.
2: Well, there's a complication here, Gabby. What, what, oh, do, you, what no. do you mean? That Emily's gotten in touch. What? And uh, what? she's from orange. orange. Oh, no. <gasps> and she said, I just listened to this morning's podcast in oh, no. horror. Oh, no. And the town of Orange would very much like the chance to prove that we're better than Bathurst.
0: Oh, no, I've done it again. <laughs> so
2: get this. We would like to offer the team an accommodation and <gasps> wine package because <gasps> there are vineyards in Orange. Hello. Oh, As bribery. No. I mean, no, an opportunity to showcase our lovely thriving region. And she said, if you're not interested, when you come to, to Bathurst, we're just going to put roadblocks up so you come to Orange
0: <gasps> instead. Okay. Oh. So here's what I'm What I'm hearing is this. in the interest of a getting a break because we never do at this office and B finally settling this debate that has gone longer than i've been alive i think we need to spend a week in bathurst and a week in orange Mm -hmm. and they can do whatever they want for us and then we can determine at the end of it i mean i don't i'm not really in the interest of betraying my hometown but i mean bathurst hasn't offered me a free winery yet i'm just
2: i'm just gonna say two things firstly uh, not a week, maybe a day in each town.
0: Oh come on, you got to give it the full experience.
1: <laughs> um, Alex, are you on board? Yeah, yeah. I just—they're not mutually exclusive, are they? Like we can't—we we can might do have both. to pick one. Do they need to know? <laughs> well, I, guess I think I think what we
0: need now, though, is Bathus need to offer something as yeah, well.
2: Bathus, what's your counter?
0: Bathurst, come have on, babies. I know you can do it. You raised me for twenty-five years, and I'm still alive. You could come up with something good. Come on. <laughs> There's
2: also something I haven't confessed, Gabby. Yeah. Which is that my uh, my cousin and my aunt. Live in Orange. And oh. you
0: would put your loyalty with them over me?
2: I'm Team Orange. Oh, my. I'm God. really sorry. And not Dom, only that. This but divides us. One of the Chaser team actually got married in Orange. <gasps>
0: Okay, Bathurst, you gotta pull through for me here, all right? So pull out all the stops, get all the gold that doesn't exist in the rivers anymore, and just come on, give us an offer we can't refuse. Get in touch. Make it a Central West tour. Kara, I know you're getting Chris Hemsworth involved, but you throw up something. I want a tour. Regional tour. (laughs) Regional, come on. Regional Regional. tour. Well, I guess the
2: real question is what will the Central West offer? For the whole podcast to relocate. I mean, to oh. be fair, Forbes is not at its best My mum's moment.
0: from Forbes, don't you dare say another word. <laughs> no, Forbes has had flooding.
2: It's been tough for them. They oh, don't need true. us ruining things.
0: We can do the podcast on the river.
2: Floating podcast. Yeah. Our uh, gears from Road Microphones, we're part of the ACAST Creator Network and available, the Central West town <laughs> that puts in the best beer. <laughs> Catch you tomorrow.